This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're listening to the Mostly Harmless Podcast. At least you better be. Welcome to the Most of the Homeless Podcast. I'm your host, Damon Damien. All right, buddies. I'm super excited for today's episode. <laughs> it's the most successful episode yet. <laughs> Get it? It's because today we have the band Success on the show. That's right. Uh, we meet up with Aaron. Aaron the Rev. And he introduces himself as Rev, but I know him through emails as Aaron, so my brain gets a little conversioned, confusioned with all that but we hang out with the rev and his uh, partner in crime austin from success outside the summit music hall in denver colorado we get uh we get bugged a little bit by some of the people on the street we got a guy who uh begs for a cigarette then says he just wants to listen and then it's like i just want to listen i won't say anything and then immediately interrupts the uh show that's pretty fun i'm not going to edit that out um but, you know, th- those are things to be expected on the streets of Denver. We chat with these guys. They're currently out on tour with Mast Intruder uh, for just a short little uh, West Coast jaunt. And then then in March, or no, May, in May, they'll be back out headed to Pooza and Punk Rock Bowling. So make sure you check out their website. Follow them. There's, they're uh, touring right now in support of their fantastic new record. It's called Radio Recovery. It's out now on Red Scare Records. And we're going to talk a little bit about the band, about their uh, about the name Success, The Secret, and uh, how they ended up on Red Scare Records in this Master Intruder tour. And there's some pretty cool stuff. Um, now, so I'm slowly shifting the gears of Mostly Harmless. Uh, the show started out as a Mark Marin ripoff, talking nothing about origin stories. Now I'm taking a different approach. I'm highly influenced by a podcast called The Movie Crypt uh, with Adam Green, the director of Hatchet in the newest movie, Digging Up the Marrow. Him and his co-host, Joe Lynch, who directed Everly in Wrong Turn 2. Um, and then... Um, there's an awesome interview with Henry Rollins about Wrong Turn 2. And they also, uh, Joe also directed Knights of Badassdom, which is currently available on Netflix. But uh, you should watch it with a grain of salt because it's not a great movie. It's a movie that Joe Lynch directed that was taken away from him and then recut and re edited. And uh, they talk a lot about that over the show and his frustrations with creating this, what he considers art. You know, it's not high art, but it's his art and it's what he loves, having it taken away from him and recut and re edited. Um, even though it's about movies, you can you can take those lessons and apply it to any form of creative output in life. And a lot of their show is about getting up off the couch and doing stuff. And that's the thing I'm most proud of with Most of the Harmless is who would have known three years ago what I'd be able to do, that I'd be hosting live talk show events, that I'd be you know averaging almost a 1,000 listeners an episode, that I'd be getting to do all these great things. So slowly and surely, my questions are turning into um, questions about those things and about trying to influence other people to get up off the couches. So thank you to the Movie Crypt for influencing that. Thank you for Mark Marin for influencing this to begin with. And thank you to Death Wish Coffee for uh, getting me highly caffeinated enough to do these. Uh, I went into this interview with success with not a lot of stuff prepared. I'd you know I'd worked an eight-hour shift at my day job, come home, chugged a couple cups of coffee, and went to the show. And then, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot prepared. I'm trying to get better at doing stuff a lot more on the fly and on the spot. But, you know, I, I, I'll i tell you, Most of Harmless is a lot like a first date. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's just mediocre. And so uh, with this one, it was a great first date with Aaron and Austin. And uh, we really uh, connected pretty well. And I think, you know, we're going to be best friends forever from now on. We're all Facebook friends now, so we might as well be best friends forever. So I'm pretty happy with the interview. I'm pretty happy with the way things worked out. It's not a home run, but it is a really solid double or a single, you know, using baseball metaphors there. And uh, those guys really picked up the slack where I left off. But I think I'm getting better at these more on the fly, not being as well-researched and uh, having as much prepared going into it. And that's where I'm trying to get myself is where I can just pick up a microphone and talk to anybody and do it. And I think we're getting better at that. So uh, Death Witch Copy at deathwitchcopy.com. They're caffeine. 
got me through this night. I work 40 hours a week. We apply probably 20 hours a week to Mostly Harmless. And then I got the occasional bad date to go on. And Death Wish Coffee helps get me through all that. Special thanks to our other sponsor, Ratio Beer Works, for keeping me uh, liquidated and lubricated. You know what I mean? Uh, they just opened at 2920 Larimer Street in the Rhino District here in Denver. And uh, they're a sponsor of our live talk show events hosted at Mutiny Information Cafe every second Thursday of the month. The next one's going to be April 9th. It's going to have musical guest Black Dots, comedian Timmy Lashley, and then uh, artist, comic artist uh, Jake Barley. Great show. They've also got an IPA release party April 11th. The IPA is going to be named Antidote after the Gambit song and record. And on April 11th, the Gambits are going to play a acoustic set along with Chad Price from uh, Drag the River and all. That's going to be a fun-filled adventure right there, buddies. So uh, let's go ahead and play a track off this record from Success. It just came out, Red Scare Records. The track is going to be called 22nd Street. We're going to talk about it here in a couple of minutes with the dudes. And uh, the record is called Radio Recovery. Again, that's out now on Red Scare Records. Go see these guys out on their West Coast tour with Mast Intruder. Uh, let's uh, take a listen and then meet up with the boys outside the Summit Music Hall and get hit on by Homeless Dudes. All right. You're not a fat dude. I'm getting there. What size shirt nah. you wear? Large? No, medium, but I do the fat kid oh, stretch. Yeah. I pull out the fat kid parts. I uh, I just bought this hoodie from my buddies, and I'm like, it's an XL. Yeah. It fits like this. I'm like, what the fuck? I know, I know I've gained a lot of weight. <laughs> 
But this is like a, this is a large. It's that beer belly, man. Well, that's that, what kills me all the time. But, but it really is like, they're like, yeah, we fucked up. We got the skinny, yeah, skinny yeah. hoodies. Uh, and that's yeah. why we don't buy like American apparel stuff. Oh, I hate American. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll look at the merch. I'm like, who makes this? Nope, don't want it. Yeah. Do you have yeah. double X in this American apparel? <laughs> <laughs> no, then I don't want it, you know. I ride a bike 50 miles a week ish. Uh-huh. And I still, God, I can't <laughs> imagine. So. All right, so we're hanging out with Aaron and... Austin. Austin. Yeah. From Success. Hell yeah, man. I Googled you guys. There are, it's hard to find stuff about your I don't band. see why. <laughs> uh, you know, it's the funny part about that statement that you just made is that we hear that a lot, and we actually changed it from another band name. What was the other band name? Rough Chucker. But cool. Chucker like the bird, C-H-U-K-A-R, so no one can find us online. Or it's like, like the cherries. Or like, yeah, or like Chucker yeah. Cherries is like a company that makes these delicious chocolate-covered cherries in, a, cool. in Washington. And so we were originally Rough Chucker, and then no one could find us online, so we changed it to success, and now uh, no one can find us online. Well, I, I just didn't see a lot about the band, no. Like, there was like two or three interviews. Like, mm-hmm. I try to be the guy that reads all the interviews, all the reviews. I didn't. Yeah. I read a nice interview today uh, about with you about hot sauce. Oh, cool, yeah. And I'm glad I did, because I didn't know that you made hot sauce. Yeah, and uh, it's a bummer, man. About... I would say seven, eight people at least asked me about it tonight, but we're not gonna have it till the next tour. That's cool. I wasn't ready. I make uh, I make jams and jellies. Awesome. And then a kid at work, like I brought them all in for Christmas presents, and this kid at work is like, "Oh, this is great!" And now he's like actually started a company, red, making jams and jellies. It's red. That's but awesome. I'm like, man. You're still my canning's cool my thing. Canning's so, cool. I was like, well, what do I do now? And I'm like, because I don't like doing things that other people are doing, because punk rock. I don't buy a cigarette from you. Uh, we're not smoking. None of us smoke. Any, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm those sorry. dudes do, though. Yeah, we're just out here hanging out. Sorry, brother. What are you asking? What's that? What are you recording? Uh, it's uh, radio. Radio right. show. Yeah. I'll hide this. Oh, no, you're good. A lot of those dudes probably smoke that. Yeah, yeah. Listen, though. I'm, I'm, I'm actually intrigued. <laughs> it's, oh. it's not going to be that entertaining, but you're more than welcome to, my good uh, man. What are you guys recording? Uh, What's that? What are you guys recording? Uh, just an interview. Yeah, for radio. All right, I'll listen. I won't say shit. Cool. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, uh, you know I mean, the hot sauce, like, I'm really stoked on it. I cool. started doing it really heavily a few years ago. And then um, basically just kind of, like, I've always wanted to do it. I had an investor who actually approached me yeah. and was talking about making a... Oh, you, you read that today, I'm sure. Well, yeah, but um, you can tell everybody else. Yeah, um, who approached me and was trying to throw some money at it, and I had this point where I was like, do I invest in a small business or do I keep us going, basically keep pushing success, which is a small business in itself. So I, uh, I kept doing this, and uh, now we're bringing... Now that we're doing okay, we're bringing yeah. the hot sauce back. And these guys are nice enough to carry bottles on tour, boxes of bottles. Glass. So, heavy, yeah, heavy glass, glass bottles. bottles. Well, what, what, what I love I, hot sauce. I, I, I love pint glasses, and I want to make some for my dumb little internet radio show. Mm-hmm. Mostly harmless, by the way. Mm-hmm. And cool. uh, so, I, you know, drinking beer out of a glass that says mostly harmless is just brilliant to me. Yeah, it's awesome. But they're fucking heavy. Yeah, and the, yeah, and they're they, a pain in the ass. They're hard. Our buddies, uh, our buddies in Junior Juggernaut used to yeah, tour I with those them, guys. and they actually good. like uh, they had to individually. You guys got a place to stay? Yeah, we're good, man. Right, Thank you, brother. Yeah, nice to meet you, man. Seattle. Hell yeah. Um, what about the guy that goes in the middle? He doesn't have a place to stay. He can actually drink the middle man. I don't know. So that yeah. I, I can drink the mid, the medium glasses. Yeah. I, I love the spice. <laughs> I love the one that wants to knock my ass out. But I also love the craft beer. I love so craft beer. Your side yeah, me too. And yeah. your side. And I can sit there and go... Okay, I want this, 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 and that. But I'm on your side and your side. What's your name, man? I'm Mike Robinson. My name's Rev. Nice to meet you, Mike Robinson. Yeah, Mike Robinson. You from Denver? No, I'm actually from Kansas City. No shit. Yeah, I, I, used, to, I used to run all of Kansas City's spices. That's awesome, man. And that's when I came here. I used, I started working with Sox's Place. Wait, yeah, what? Sox's Place. Awesome. Sox's. Cool. Damien. I mean, love you, brother. That's where you guys where it headed? Comes to the point where I'm like, listen, I love spice, but some people don't. Okay. Some yeah, people I get that. Like me, all that shit. For sure, I get it. So what you were saying was, that's the only thing I wanted to say. No, that's cool. Like, yeah, you, you might want to jump in. I mean, it may not make you money, but the fact that there's guys that sit there going, like, knock my ass out with spice. Yeah, like, fuck it, right? Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm doing? I'm about to get you a cigarette. Sean, can you give this dude a cigarette? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I got you, man. Homelessness. Okay, keep sucks. the dollar, too. No, it's cool. Keep the dollar. Yeah, 
It's pretty fucking cool. Thanks, man. There you go, bud. Oh yeah, I'll leave that. You got it? Cool, Sean's got you. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude, I know Jordan Doyle, everybody that runs Foxes. Awesome. If you need help, let me know. Cool, I appreciate it. I know them all, and I do a, my voice sounds like shit right now. Sounds like I'm a tweaker. I'm actually not. I just lost my voice yesterday. Oh, word. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, you're the only guys that aren't tweaker. I'm like, yeah, guess what? Sounds like I am right now. Nah, man, I get that shit all the time, too. I have a ridiculous grasping voice. I'm Mike Robinson. Mike Robinson? Sean. Sean, nice to meet you. Sean, nice to meet you. Sneak over here. Yeah, Sean's got him. Cool. But yeah, that's awesome. Gotta love Denver. Yeah. So, are you making anything at home? Uh, recordings. Well, yeah, we run a recording studio up in West Seattle. Oh, nice, cool. And that's kind of like our our thing, other than you know doing the success thing. Yeah. Uh, bottle, our cap, bottle cap recordings. Shameless self plug right there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we uh, we make awesome punk rock records. For it started as like us needing our own space, and Austin and our drummer Dave kind of headed it up, and um, we now also like have other bands make good recordings for cheap because we know how much it fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how the Blasting Room started. Exactly. Look at totally. it now. Totally. It's like if you want to move past your basement or your garage or whatever, this is like the next step. I mean, obviously, it's not the Blasting Room, mm-hmm. but, but it's like the next step up. we got pro pro gear. and We just know. recorded our whole new record there. Uh, yeah. Which sounds great. Thank you, man. By the I way, I really that. liked it. I, um, I just heard about you guys a couple weeks back. Sorry, late to the game. Um, yeah, and so I was listening to the record. I listened to it. That Twenty uh, Second Street song keeps getting stuck in my head. Awesome, that rules. So, yeah, so uh, I love that song. That song's about an actual street in Seattle. Yeah, I've only been to Seattle once. Uh, I toured with Drag the River. Love those dudes. We drove in, played the show, drove out. I got wasted with Mike Herrera from MXPX. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. That's about all I remember. We just hung out with GB last night. What's oh GB? Yeah. yeah. Well, he wasn't in the band when I was in the band, but I toured with his other band, Arliss Nancy. Oh, cool. awesome. So listeners at home are fucking annoyed. Like, Stop <laughs> talking. Okay, so success. Are you guys tired of the success jokes? No, it's honestly fine. Uh, I, I seriously am totally okay with that. How long, how long has the name been success? Six years, seven years. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going cool. to say four, but you're right. Yeah, it's, it's like, like six, six years. Yeah. Time flies, like man. Years, yeah. We've been a band for nine years now. Yeah. So yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Congrats on your success! Yeah, no, but it's it's it, it's it's a great record and it's well deserved. Thank you, man. I appreciate um, that. And I like the Craig Horky artwork on the table. Oh, Is Craig, it Craig Horky? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Craig's awesome, oh, yeah. man. He's, Craig's done a couple albums for us. He's always done uh, t-shirt designs. He just did our our new bass drum logo. Nice. That is beautiful, and he's a great, great guy. We've been privileged enough to find these like artists and people in the industry who are just amazing people to work with and Craig's definitely one of those yeah. guys. I've never met him in real life but we were really good internet folks. Uh, so you're not tired of the success jokes. I have one bullshit question I wrote down but now we're talking about it. I feel like it. Do you feel like there's uh, still room for success in the music industry? Um, it just It's changing is all it yeah. is. It's changing at an angle. No one's making money anymore because no one buys full records. Yeah. Everyone buys the song they like off the album on iTunes or whatever. Your yeah. band camp, you know? Which is fine. And one really great thing that that has actually done is it's actually turned it into where the artists had to figure out a way to make it happen. Yeah. You know, they had to feel like we have our own recording studio because we can't we can't afford to pay someone else. And usually, little side note, usually in Seattle, the guy we're making a record with doesn't fucking care yeah. about what we sound like. We don't have enough money to make him care, and that's bullshit. And you can kind of pass that same mentality on to the rest of the record industry, too, is it's like they're going to look at a band that now can get good promo photos and have a look, and who fucking cares what the record looks like because they're going to throw autotune on it and make it sound great and push it and make kids think that they're awesome because it's going to sell. So the upside of music turning into what it is now is that now for these great underground artists like ourselves, even though we're getting some press now, we're still like, you know, we've been doing this for so long that it's, it's in our blood. And for artists like us, we now have more power than we've ever had before. We can push our record and sell it, and money comes directly to us and whoever we, like like Toby in this case, from Red Scare. And we know where the funds go, and there's no extra bullshit. And yeah. so, honestly, I'm super happy with where it's going. And success, in a different definition of the word, now the artists have more power, so how is that not success for music? Yeah. Realistically. 
It's fucking. I'm super. I love it. I'm so happy yeah. with what's going on right now. And you guys are like the masters of own. You write the record, record it, put it out there. You control everything, except for what little tone. Like, not that Toby does a little bit, but. Toby, from what I understand, is kind of a hands-off kind of dude. Uh, well, you know what? He, that's it's funny because I, I had heard that a couple of times, but he's he's been helping us nonstop. But he's like, I don't know. You, anyway, he pushes the record really, really hard. He's helped us. Uh, there was a lot of things like we've been doing for years um, on like I don't want to say a lower level, but we've yeah. just been doing what we know, making records and touring nonstop. And there was a few things that we. You know, just didn't have at our at our access that he kind of opened up the door for, and he's also been booking every show we've been playing now, and he's been pushing our record, and it's we couldn't ask for more. And he's a good guy. To bring it back to the Craig Horky comment, you know, we've been privileged enough to work with great people, and Toby's a good guy. He tries to act tough, but he's a really sweet guy. (laughs) It's funny. uh, He's a big Eminem. Me and him, me and him became (laughs) Facebook friends. I I'd hung out with him enough in Denver one weekend, and it's like I'll add him as a Facebook friend, and. he wrote me, he was like, the only two things I've seen you post in the two days we're friends is you looking for free concert tickets. Don't you support your scene? It was like Miley Cyrus tickets. I was looking for free ones because <laughs> they were out there. And the other one, I can't remember what the other one was. And so I ran into him with Bess. I'm like, hey, dude, I don't know if you remember. He goes, you're Damien from Denver. You don't pay for concerts. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, That is textbook Toby. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, to a T. That's, that's, that's me. But I, you know, I... I own up to it. I'm like, nah, I mean, I worked in the industry for I recently heard someone say, Toby's a bastard. In the most endearing way possible, Toby's a bastard. And I, I love that guy. I love it. And, like, you know, we, we talked about on stage tonight, he's from the same small town that we're from. And so we have that sort of trust and connection yeah. that we're not going to find with somebody else. So, so what town is that? Enumclaw. Washington? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a small farming town. Cool. I don't. Yeah, nobody does. It's cool. Yeah. I know Seattle. <laughs> It's an hour hour outside of Seattle. Yeah, so. towards the mountain. Yeah. Is it Bremerton? Bremerton? Bremerton's Earth? across the water. Yeah. It's the same distance away, but yeah. south. Cool. Of Got it. And you don't have to take a ferry to get to yeah. our place. Yeah. So, um, so what brought you guys to Seattle, other than being the big city? Well, I mean, that's kind of it. We, yeah. were, we were artists, yeah. and we needed somewhere to... We, I was about to say we needed somewhere to flourish, but that's... I hate that word. <laughs> but we really needed somewhere that was... You've it. It's done. Yeah. Damn, it's on there. Um, <laughs> we really needed somewhere that kind of made sense for us. And, um, you know, with what we were trying to do, Seattle just made sense. And honestly, it's an amazing city, and I yeah. love living there. And uh, it's it's just great. It's been great for punk rock. It's been great yeah. for punk rock in a lot of ways. Other than... Well... MXPX isn't even in Seattle. That's Burlington too. But uh, what what other? I can't think of any other punk rock bands. There's, you know what? Well, it all. I mean, it all kind of depends. The the briefs are from there. There's different eras. Oh, uh, the farts were originally from there. Like, there's a there's a lot of good punk rock out of Seattle. But nowadays, there's a lot of good punk rock that's on a lower level out of Seattle that is absolutely unbelievable. Cool. And that's one of the things we're trying to do too. Is when we go out, we're trying to let people know about all these great bands that are in Seattle. If you don't mind, there's no, a yeah, you got no, no, no. damage done. You've got uh, random orbits. You've got uh, Kids on Fire. Um, there's the, obviously the Hollow Points. Our good friends, the Hollow Points, have been around for a long time. Just re-recorded, or not re-recorded, but just recorded a new album that is fucking unbelievable. And it's great, and I hope tons of people get to hear it. Uh, they're good, good dudes. And that's, I mean, that's what keeps us in Seattle, is there's a ton of heart. It's, a ton of, it's hard to get there. It's hard for bands to tour up there and tour out of there because all you can do is hit Portland one way and then you basically don't have anything in between you and California at that point. So it's really hard to get there. And uh, so we basically had to... I was trying to... We basically had to um, make our own scene and make it happen and just play shows for us. And out of that birthed a ton of great bands who were doing it because they loved it. Yeah. Because there's not any fucking money up there. And then then a lot of the... the when I started doing these interviews, internet, rather, I can't talk, too bears. But as soon as I started doing these interviews, it was a lot more like, well, this is the first record you ever bought. And now it's like, so you built this thing in your hometown. Mm-hmm. You helped. You were a part of building this thing. And like the importance of staying where you are and building things. Um, you guys have built a studio. You guys have built following. People know you nationally now. Like, you're probably the top dogs in Seattle. You guys played that MXPX by Byron Frenzy. That was fun. So, yeah, that was, that was a great show. We're, we're, do, we're doing good, man. But, um, I don't know. We're doing good, but it's, it's, it's really not like that. Like, as much as I can help any other band that is from Seattle, we would love to. Yeah. It's, all, it's all family. There's never been any competition or anything like that, which is awesome. It's always been people helping each other out. Because, I'll be honest, not a whole lot of people from outside the area were helping us, you know? So we yeah. had to build our own thing. 
Um, and that small town vibe really, really sticks at us. You know, yeah. we like you know be good to your neighbor, help them out. It's it's a normal thing, but you'd be surprised with social media how much more that kind of shit just isn't around anymore. That kind of like my, I have great parents, Austin. Like my parents, Austin's parents, friends. Austin's family is amazing. My family's great. We have great parents who taught us really well and are really great people. And uh, that's embedded in us. Yeah. It's embedded in us to be good dudes. So we actually don't understand that kind of like little shitty elitist Seattle band mentality. And neither do a lot of the kids up there, man. It's, it's, all, it's all help. It's all yeah. helping each other out. That's probably all the acoustic <laughs> scene and whatnot, you know. <laughs> I, I, I know a couple of singer-songwriters that moved to Seattle to like make it because... Oh, man, that's... They don't do that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I love that city, but that's not where you're going to make it, quote-unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you're going to make it in your hometown, building your own that's small true. bound base. I mean, well, it works for us. I yeah. can't say that it didn't. It definitely has, and we have a great, great a lot of support there. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Austin, you're quiet. You I am kind of quiet. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the voice. <laughs> yeah, 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 here, I feel like. Ask him questions. No, it's good. No, so Seattle's great. For you guys, um, when you guys travel out on the road, what do you learn from traveling that you bring back to your hometown? Uh, I think we're going back to the small town thing about taking care of each other and just like being being good people and maybe inviting people into your home. That we go to towns like this, like oh, we've never played Denver, like as this band, yeah. and we come in, we're welcomed with open arms, and we're, we have people inviting us to stay at their house and cook us food, Multiple. and like, like Multiple. yeah, like I mean just that same thing we help bands as much as we can yeah. and uh, it, it goes around and comes around it's we've, really we've uh, we've all been putting up bands collectively in our different houses for ten over 10 years, years now yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's definitely we've been helped out a shit ton I also think that's one of those secrets too it's like you invite the band back to your house they spend the night they get bigger. They're gonna remember you for putting them up. Totally. I mean, that's how, that's how our connection with Toby kind of started too. Was um, I mean, we've I've obviously known him. His brother was my soccer coach, which is hilarious. <laughs> that's how small our town was. Uh, but um, he originally hit me up back when the Cobra Skulls were doing, I think, one of their first tours up there, and um, that's kind of where our connection went from there. And we've just always helped his bands, and he finally helped us and threw us uh, this Lawrence Arms show. And right after we got done, instantly was like, we got to do a record together, man. Yeah. And so that's that. I mean, it came around full Literally. circle, and now yeah. we're on a label who's fully behind us and helping us out. So, and that's kind of what we were waiting for: is somebody who aligned with our values more than anything. Yeah. Because we, I mean, we've had a lot of people kind of talk to us about putting out records, and it's always been. Obviously, we're very gracious about that. Like that is, I mean, something we've always talked about, and considered, and like it's really awesome to have that. But we, when we're kind of taking it up to this next step where we're throwing everything we got at it, we want it to be with somebody like that, where we just kind of totally were on the same level as far as uh, where our values lie and what we want to do with our music and, you know, our we, endeavors, you know. We put forward, we've always said that we... Uh, multiple times, and we've gotten... We actually, the surprising part is we've gotten shit for this in the past, and I mean, it's fine, but we've always said... Our aim for this band has always been to be great people who happen to make good music. Yeah. And I'll be goddamned if we're not still doing that today. And I'm really, really proud of that. More than any record we've ever made, the guys in this band are the sweetest, most caring people I've ever met in my life. And I really stand behind them. And we've been lucky enough to find other people who have the same... You know, you know when you, when you yeah. meet somebody, you're like, this guy gets it. This guy gets it that life fucking sucks and everybody <laughs> needs help, you know? And we've been trying to do that. And that's, you know, the name success. People have made, you know, even jokes on that. And it's like, even that, though, that's a joke in itself. Yeah. What, what the fuck is success? This day, this day and age, it's not money. It sure as fuck isn't money anymore. Because that goes no. away. That's, exactly. That's like gone in yeah. And the music industry doesn't have any. So no. this, if this was our, was what was supposed to bring us to that, we're fucked, you know? <laughs> so realistically, success is what, I mean, it's what lies in here. That's what we were talking about tonight, man. We're only out here today because we've been doing something we love because we love it for so long. This kid tonight came up to me and was like, hey man, I love your set. Uh, how do I get people to pay attention to my band? How do I like, like, we're doing pretty good, but no one cares. And I was like, check it out, dude. People started caring about our band when we stopped caring about where we went. Yeah. When we were all of a sudden like, oh, we do this because we love it. We're never gonna do anything with it. That people started latching onto that. Yeah. People could see the heart; they could feel it. And when it went from there, all of a sudden, we're here now. Yeah. We're in Denver. We're in Denver talking to you. Talking you know, this me. is awesome, man. Yeah. It's uh, 
our band isn't like uh, this is gonna sound egotistical. I don't mean to, but our band Not isn't like it. that many other bands. We do it because we love it, but we also we we let that pour out. We let that pour out yeah. that you know we're we're just good dudes and we're we're doing this. What matters to me is not how many records we sell, how many t-shirts we sell, the money we make at the venue. What matters to me is when people come up to me and go like, hey man, uh, I'm in this terrible relationship, but I got your new record, and I gotta be honest, for about half an hour I didn't think about it. That's the shit that fucking matters, man. That's the shit, that's, that's real. And uh, that's, that's why we keep doing this. And we've been foolish enough to have a lot of those stories. Just because we play such positive music, we have a lot of people who hit us up and are like, thank you, and that's yeah. what matters. The first time I heard Dookie, I didn't need anything else in my life, you know? I'm not comparing our records to Duke, well, but I didn't need anything else, so... It's not far off, either. Yeah, it, thanks. No, it, it's good. Um, what I like, too, is this is your first time in Denver? You told a story on stage about being here. Yeah, I, I uh, played bass in Nothington for a little while. Oh, and well, there you go. And I played in New Year's yeah. Saints, and so I've been here. Yeah, okay. he played in but New Year's not a too. success. We never yeah. played here. Cool. That, I mean, that's that West Coast connection, though. Everybody's yeah. homies, so we all yeah. help each other out. Dude, I met oh. so many people tonight that are like, "Oh yeah, we played with so and so in Portland," and we, yeah. you know, we all know each other. Yeah, it's awesome. people. But what I liked is first time as success playing fifty kids up front. Yeah. But more than that, probably. I don't know how. Where I'm looking at that space, I'm like, I don't know. There might have been more like eighty kids. It was awesome. Just yeah, up yeah. front. Front and center, ready. Love it. Uh, uh, one thing that popped into my head is like, you familiar with the secret? Yeah. yeah. You know, and like the band name Success, and now you're finding it. It's like you put it up on your Vision Quest board. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't. That's about all I know about uh, the secret. But and then here it is. You know, um, it, it is cool though because I talk to bands like Restorations pops in my head. I talk that to those guys. Good homies. T- talk to those dudes and they're like, yeah, we, we tried for years. We took our band very seriously. Didn't work. Broke up. Started this band. Don't yep. take it seriously at all and we're huge. Yep. Not huge. Those, <laughs> yeah. those are my words, not theirs. Yeah. But, you know, no, that's how it works, dude. That's I mean, the minute positive. We, the minute know. that we were like, we do this because we love it is the yeah. minute people were like, oh, I want to help you do it because you love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the right reason. Yeah, yeah, it's man. all about that. So is there a recipe for... God damn, I can't believe I didn't mean for these words to come out, but is there a <laughs> recipe for your success that you're finding, or is it just the fact that you guys all love be each other? Be a great person. If, we were, if yeah. we were assholes, we wouldn't be here right now. Our music's not good enough for us. <laughs> I'm selling it right now. Right? <laughs> but, uh, Buy our record. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. It's like, uh, be great people. Be absolutely great people. Forget about everything else around you. Be a good person. And the minute people can see that genuine good attitude that you have, is the minute they want to help you out or listen to what you have to say. That's why when people yell like, you know, when people yell religion down your throat or people yell like their political views down your throat, no one is going to fucking listen until they're like, oh wait, you're a good person. I would like to hear what you say, you know. And that's the, that's the end, that, and that's our end. That's what we have. We happen to be. It sounds terribly egotistical, yeah, but we happen to be really great people, and I'm really proud of that. And um. It's that point that has even gotten us here at all. Is that we're good dudes and we try really hard to be good dudes. That's great. So all <laughs> great lessons. I, I actually, uh, I don't, you don't hear as much about that side whenever I ask these questions and get on these topics. So it's cool. Um, I found that I, I'm trying to get more or less, my ideal audience is the kid. My buddy Andy, Andrew, will listen to this. He's in a band here in the Denver called Potato Pirates. Awesome. Um, uh, great, but he actually made the success MXPX Fire Iron Frenzy posters. Oh, awesome. You guys had it. Oh, those turned out great, yeah. too. He was here awesome. tonight. And, uh, uh, MXPX made t shirts out of them that were awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the idea is, is there's guys like him out there listening. It's like, oh man, that's a great idea. I never thought of. What other tips do you guys have for bands out there that you know maybe you didn't think of 10 years ago that have helped you out other than these ideas? Uh, keep at it. That's yeah. like the number one thing. Like, oh, if your man. heart's really in it, you got to keep at it. Like, I, I lost a marriage. I lost. <laughs> to, we've lost numerous jobs. We, I mean, like you, it, it, it gets, it gets rough because you're choosing this. You're choosing to make art, something that you have to convince someone has value. You know, it doesn't have immediate value. Uh, because we choose to do that, it, it takes a lot to stay yeah. in it. So staying in it's the big one. Yeah, and you turned down like what could have been a successful. Hot sauce company. Oh, beyond that, this, man, I've turned you know? down a couple huge <laughs> job offers. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we've, I've, 
yeah, I've been through some jobs. I just couldn't go on tour. I'm a high school dropout, and I'm totally comfortable saying yeah. that. I'm a high school dropout, and I dropped out originally to go on tour, and I'm still here. And do I have a lot of money? Hell no. no. Do I have a really nice house? No, I rent from a family member. Do I have a great car? No, I have a minivan that breaks down all the time. Do Is I that abs- what you're touring in? No, oh, no. <laughs> do I absolutely love my life and love what I do? Yeah. Fuck yes. I get to ride around in a van with my best friends and go all over the country and meet people like you who are good dudes. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah, and that's just wait till I get drunk. And t- yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna try to make out or something? I don't know. I don't know where I. Yeah, I <laughs> that's I, cool. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> I, I, I interviewed Red City is. Radio one time and I was just so drunk and I put it up online and it's just been going like, "Hey man, I remember that time your band played in my venue." <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but no, so um, so you're recording bands. Yep. What do you learn from recording bands that you bring into your own band? Do you learn anything, or what um, do you teach? Uh, I would say both. But cool. God, the thing that I would that I would bring back into what we do is, mm, you know, I that's a tough question. I would yeah. say maybe just kind of promoting. Uh, allowing artists to be themselves and uh, an all accepting kind of nature. I, I mean, that's the only thing I could really think of. For, for me, it kind of like like watching like Austin's the like pretty much like him and Dave are the main ones behind doing it, uh, behind the actual recording. And one thing that I love is anytime I'm there. Uh, helping out or hanging out what I love is it reminds me how much struggle we went through I'm like these guys are in the thick of it you know like they're they're trying to make a record that someone gives a shit about and I remember doing that I remember having no help like we have a name now and we've, we've been come established so if we put something out we'll at least get that first listen but it's really hard to get that first listen yeah. when no one knows who the hell you are so it, it's real inspiring to me it's like oh that's right you know 10 years ago I was right there like it reminds me. It makes you. It really makes you feel uh, nostalgic. It makes you like kind of be like, "All right, I got." Then that's where you. Oh man, I feel like I'm rambling. But that's where you want to sit. Ramble. That's Ramble. where you want to sit. You, you yeah. want your mentality to sit there. You want to be that struggling kid. You want to be that struggling kid on every fucking album you make, every T-shirt design you do, anything you do. You want to be that struggling kid who's trying to get someone to listen, and that's what's going to keep you going. It's that kind of motivation. And so, recording new bands, like, and how cool is that? We get to what one of these days. <laughs> One of these days, one of these bands that we record is going to have a record, and there's going to be a song on that record that some kid listens to and picks up a guitar, and that fucking rules that we had a hand uh, in that. The Waywards. We yeah, talk the, about waywards, the Waywards, man. Yeah. The Waywards are these young kids. Right now, this like, amazing young like punk rock band who are just awesome dudes in there. I'm just waiting for them to like have some like stroke of luck, luck stroke of luck, being in the right spot at the right yeah. time, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah those they made the record with us, awesome. man, and it's. It, it's cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's just another, and it's it's artistic for us to be involved. Yeah, it's really cool. And so you know, we get that little like, the end of my shitty work day. I get to go like, hey, yeah. I get to go to the studio yeah. and hang out with these dudes and watch so, them make their art. So he's my Kickstarter, but I guess I'll go back to that. <laughs> when I bring hi, when I bring back to that question was is the inspiration. Yeah. I guess like the the motivation you get from being the person who's helping that helping that young group make a record that they're going to be totally stoked on and that you know we're going to bring that positive you know spot back into our music you know it's awesome man yeah it's it's we're real privileged for sure i feel really i'm blessed in the non-holy sense i feel really like I feel really privileged to be able to do what we do. Well, we're lucky. That's, we are that's, lucky. That, we don't have to say blessed, it's luck. Yeah, there really is. So in a band like The Waywards, I have, it's the right band? Yeah, check them out, man. Okay, so <laughs> from your years of touring, mm-hmm. what do you guys teach these younger bands? Uh, patience, man. Patience. Yeah, like I said earlier. Yeah, yeah, man, you got to stick it out. You're going to have some shit go down your life. <laughs> this is going to be the only thing that gets you through. Uh, it's really like... Uh, That's it. Fully stable, hang that, man. That will you divorce? Yeah, and yeah. you know what? And obviously, there's other elements involved, but um, but um, it's really hard. It's hard to be out on the road all the time. Austin is about to get married in October. Congrats! And, um, Thank you. Luckily, he has found this amazing woman who is completely supportive of what we do out here, and it's that's really fucking hard to find, man. Yeah. And um, it it's hard to tell anyone to go like, hey. I'm going to go do this amazing thing that I love and make literally no money <laughs> at all. Might be, might be lucky to have some vacation time to pay those bills. Yeah. Maybe. And there there are definitely times where, you know, I, there are times when we get home and I can't pay my rent. And I care for about a week. 
and then I remind myself how great this is. Jesus. And so, I mean, you figure it out. You, you, that's, yeah, you, you know just, what? You that's just figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. That's, you have to. If that's yeah. what you truly want to do, you will figure it out. My mom once said, uh, flowers grow out of cow shit. And I've stuck that with me for life. Cow shit is terrible. So when you got those <laughs> terrible times, all of a sudden this beautiful flower grows out of it. You just got to you know, chill with that cow shit for a little bit. And sometimes magical mushrooms. Yeah, that's the other side too. <laughs> and sometimes you get high. Yeah. I mean, some magic comes out of shit. Too, Allegedly. So. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're on record. Allegedly. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, this, this actually went really well. Thank you. You're very... Uh, I can't find the words, but you find them is what I'm trying to say. Thanks, man. You're really good with your words, man. Thank you, brother. So I, for me, coming into this not really prepared, just knowing that I like the new record and like you guys. Thanks, man. You're giving me all the goods. Oh, I'm try- so I'm stalling because I'm trying to think of what else I want want to get out of you before I leave you here. Um, you guys are going on, what, two weeks with Mass Intruder? Two more weeks. Yeah, yeah. two more weeks. Right? Yeah. Tonight, tomorrow. Tonight's yeah. the first night. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to get blackout drunk tonight and wake oh, up in a bar? Man, um, not tonight. Dude, that, was that. Yeah. that was on the nothing to the yeah. tour? I woke up in the same bar. I fell yeah, asleep. Yeah. It's, it's partially because of the Teenage Bottle Rocket guys, too, because they were in town. Okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do it two more weeks, and then um, we're back for a couple weeks, and then we're out again to go to Pusa and Pumpkin Rock Bowling. Nice. Uh, we're touring all the way up to Canada, yeah. all the way back down to Vegas. And I saw you guys playing in Chicago with uh, Drag of the River. I love yeah. those guys. I think it's going to be an acoustic show they're playing. I don't know. Uh, I, I we don't just played John's bar last yeah, night. Yeah, last night. And yeah, was super Man, rad. It was awesome. I got to nerd out with him a little bit about some like the punk bands that I know that he likes and I like, and it was great. He's John's good, awesome. He's a good yeah. dude. He'll talk until he doesn't anymore. You know what I love about John is that uh, he, when he gets drunk enough, he will start talking, and in the middle of a sentence, he will sing. Oh, yeah. Whatever he's talking to you, and then he yeah, will, buddy. yeah, and then he will end by talking again. Last night he was like, "Hey man, so I'm really excited that you guys came out to my bar and had a good time." <laughs> he, he won't listen to this, but when you two weeks of that in the because I I would quote unquote tour manage those guys, mm-hmm. and uh, after two weeks you're like, "God damn it, John, shut up!" <laughs> but um. Yeah, how was the uh, Fort Collins experience? Great. You guys right. hang out at the uh, Chris Love house? Yes, we do. Oh, yeah. Chris is an amazing the place, person. The place to be. Yeah, He's man, about to awesome. tear that whole house down and build a new one. Yeah. That's right. I don't think I should. Nobody listens to uh, this. Let me, let me <laughs> say one thing about, about uh, the Drag the River guys. One of the best shows that we ever played was with Drag the River. Mm-hmm. Especially one of those, like, we, we were just talking about reminding yourself how good things are. That was a good one for me to pull from and remind myself how good it yeah. was. We played with them and Lucero. Uh, uh, the crocodile, crocodile, yeah. Sold out show at the crocodile, mm-hmm. um, and up until that MXPX show we just played, I think that was probably the biggest show we had played for a few years. And um, yeah. they were great. And I had this awesome moment where um, uh, Chad came and told me that he loved the band, and uh, it was a big thing for me because I'm a huge All fan. On the on the inside, I was crying like a 14 <laughs> year old girl who just met new kids on the block. But on the outside, I was like, Yeah, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do kind of look like Scott Reynolds. Man, <laughs> I was, so last I was, night. I was trolled your Facebook page. Oh, yeah. See, last night, it, like, seven, eight people were like, you know, and I was like, fuck, I know I look like Scott Reynolds. On the upside, he's a good-looking dude. So there's a lot uglier dudes to look That's like. True. One lady did every night. Like, she was like, you know you look like Scott Reynolds at first. And I was like, yeah, totally. And then she got drunker and drunker, and the more drunker she got, the more loud and obnoxious you look like Scott Reynolds got, to where she would just walk by and go, ah, Scott Reynolds! And I was like, yeah, I, I, I know. I know, I get it. Nice. <laughs> no, that's a good stopping point. Uh, <laughs> two weeks. Oh, one, one thing you were talking about that. Thank God for Instagram, because I just flipped through my Instagram feed of all the good shit. I'm like, oh man, look at all this cool fucking shit I get to do. Um, talking to you guys. We're going to yeah. take a photo. I'm going to throw it up on Instagram, and one day I'll be having a bad day and be like, fuck yeah, I remember talking to the you know, Rev and Austin. We, we should say, too, and I'd like to say it while it's on, um, we should say, too, that, like, you know, like we talked about Craig, you know, like, even if you're not directly in the band, there are tons of people who are involved. Yeah. Like, and this is great that you do this. This is fucking awesome. And you know what? Same thing. Like, you're going to have an interview for some awesome band that gets big someday. You're going to see a t-shirt be like, well, I interviewed him back in the day. Um, and we... We've met tons of people like that. Uh, we have a really great friend out of San Diego named Will Castro, and um, Will wanted to get involved. He's actually he's actually now in a really amazing band called Western Settings. Oh, I like um, them. Yeah. Oh, they're great, man. Their new record rules. Yeah. Uh, those are all our best friends. 
and um, Will wanted to be involved at the time and didn't have a band. Um, I think he was kind of burnt out on being in bands for a while, and um, so he started La Escalera Records, and that that record label put out like a couple of releases for us. They helped us out a ton, and that was him being involved, and he didn't have to be in a band. <laughs> he could still, you know, he could still keep his day job and still be involved in making yeah. art, and that's beautiful. And he's helped a ton of other bands out now. Like a lot of bands that you know have put stuff out on him, like yeah. Shell Corp. Shell Corp has worked with yeah. him. The like, Anchor, the, the Anchor, yeah. Oh God, I love those yeah. guys. Man, sweet. Yeah. I know. I, well, I know the uh, Shell Corp guys pretty well too. Yeah, Jan's the man. I love that dude. Well, so yeah, get involved. That's yeah. the the key right there. I Take mean, photos. If it's the yeah, yeah, exactly. There's tons of interview bands. I mean, if I can half-ass interview you guys, then anybody can do it. <laughs> and, and you know what? Even if if it's not your thing, if it's not if, whoever listens to this, if it's not if music isn't your thing, find that one thing that does make you stoked and do it yeah. like there's nothing else in life you could ever do. Cool. And that's what matters, man. My dad is a union machinist, and he does that better than anyone. And that may sound weird to some people, but I'm so fucking proud of him. And that's and he's a union machinist. You know, no one wants to be a fucking union machinist, but he loves it. And he does it with his heart. That's what it's all about. Find your thing and do it. That's it. Sweet guys, well, that was great. Awesome. Anything yeah, else thanks. you want to throw out there before I uh, hit, hit stop? Do you, you want to throw stuff? I, I, not. I feel like man. I threw you, so no, much. You said it. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Man. Sweet guys. Yeah, thank you. All right, buddies. The Rev, Austin, buddies. Thanks for chatting with me. I'm sorry I didn't bring the goods like I normally try to, but you guys picked up the ball and ran with it. Again, we're trying some new experimental interview techniques. I'm trying to be much more uh, in the moment and on the fly, not relying so much on 50 uh, questions going into it. I think we did all right. I think we did okay. Uh, thank you to our sponsors of Ratio Beer Works at 2920 Larimer Street in the Rhino District at Denver. Go check them out. Uh, I've drank way too many repeater beers since they opened, and I can't wait to drink too many antidotes. And special thanks to our uh, coffee sponsor, Death Wish Coffee, for keeping me up and at them. That's all i got to say, buddies. DeathWishCoffee.com, RatioBeerWorks.com. Let them know that Damien and Mostly Harmless sent you. Um, we got a new live Mostly Harmless taping going on April 9th at Mutiny Information Cafe. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff in the... Uh, future i'll be hosting an event for denver comic-con hopefully several events for denver comic-con those details are still coming out um and but most of all thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in and putting up with my ridiculous ramblings believe me i couldn't do this without you guys uh so please uh visit mostlyharmlesspodcast.com subscribe for our email list like us on itunes Subscribe on Facebook. You know, you know the you know the drill. You know the drill, buddies. Thank you for your uh, support. Uh, if you'd like to uh, buy some T-shirts, we're about to do a T-shirt sale here in the next couple days uh, to raise money for the next T-shirt. So, all right, buddies, uh, I'm gonna quit rambling. Let's uh, listen to the um, another awesome song off Success's newest record, Radio Recovery. It's out now on Red Scare. They're out on tour with Mass Intruder and well worth the ticket price. It's a killer lineup, two great bands. Uh, this is Lives That We Deserve off Radio Recovery. This is success. I wish all these these buddies all the success in the world after talking to them for this this little amount of time. Buddies, they they earned it. So Lives That We've Lives That We Deserve by Success. We'll see you in the funny pages. Take care. Let's
winter I work my back until it burns To earn my cravings We work, we work To build our lives, the lives that we deserve We work, we work To build our lives, the lives that we deserve Oh, 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 oh The lives that we deserve Oh, 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 oh The lives that we deserve Oh, 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 oh The lives that we deserve Oh, 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 oh The lives that we deserve